0: Welcome to Tracy Cochran's weekly guided meditation at the Hudson River Sangha. Tracy's teachings are given freely. If you'd like to support the teacher and the Sangha, please visit Tracy's website at TracyCochran.org. There you'll find ways to donate, and
1: any contribution will be welcome. Enjoy the guided meditation.
0: So, still the New Year. January and uh, a good time to begin again to begin afresh. and we've been talking about wise view or right view what can this mean to shift to another kind of perspective and I want to talk about it in a practical way not just quoting scripture or, or, you know, ancient sutras, but I, so I do want to begin with this little quote from Hermann Hesse from Siddhartha, which was one of my favorite books when I was a teenager, and and the quote is in the story, Siddhartha, who's very Buddha-like, though he's not the Buddha, he meets the Buddha, leaves to find out how to have a deeper experience of himself, of life. And I'm really butchering the story here, and I'm sorry to spoil you, but he becomes a ferryman on a river. And the quote I wanted to share is from Hessa, have you also learned, this is being said to Siddhartha, the secret of the river, that there's no such thing as time. The river is everywhere at the same time. And then it goes on, the source and its beginnings and so on. The river is everywhere at the same time. And I want to invite you to see that this attention that we seek to open, to cultivate, is this soft kind of peripheral vision, this opening that allows us to be with the whole of our experience. And the other day, someone was talking about how you can have an experience that's so complex because you can feel great joy and great pain about the same person, about the same event. And it's even possible, and we've all had this experience, to be firmly rooted in the present moment. And then up pops a memory, not just a memory in the head, but a memory that has sensory details of being at an earlier point in another place. Have you had that experience? It's so extraordinary. So I just wanted to share a little story so this won't seem to a few years ago, before the pandemic, when I would teach at the physical Rubin Museum, teach mindfulness, one of my great joys would be to come into Manhattan through Grand Central and then walk down Sixth Avenue in Manhattan and go to the Reuben that way walking. And I always adored walking in Manhattan because my fantasy projection is that this was like a river. It was like uh, the Ganges, which of course it probably wasn't in the least, but in this sense that everything passed, joy, sorrow, happiness, great wealth, poverty all kinds of states passed you and it would touch you and invite you to open in a certain way. So one day I'm walking down Sixth Avenue on my way to the Rubin Museum and ahead of me was a woman with two teenage children. They looked teenage, maybe even early 20s and we're around 20th Street And the women said, oh, look at that. Look at that sign for the David Barden gym. What a sacrilege. And I looked, and I beheld this old stone church. And I thought, oh, she's she's lamenting, you know, another church down and gone. And she said, that used to be the limelight nightclub. And I used to go there. And look at it now, a gym. And her children were sublimely indifferent to her, of course, because she was clearly their mother and they'd heard this before. But I was so touched for multiple reasons at her. One of the things that characterizes New York the most is the rapidity with which things change. And I pictured this nightclub being a place of very special memories for her. And here it was, a gym. And not just a gym, but some very high-end pizza place. And a little warren of shops. And I don't even know what it is now. And I remembered going to the limelight. And I remembered going to a party there and wondering in my I was in my late twenties or early early thirties or something if I was if I was somewhere at last. Was I somewhere? Had I arrived somewhere? To be in this place. And of course, now the limelight's gone, the church is gone. Who knows? Maybe the David Barton gym is gone. And the Reuben is closed for pandemic. It's virtual. Everything keeps changing. And the reuben itself had once been Barney's, the clothing store. But I don't need to keep spinning into to change. What I want to invite you to see is the reality of change, which is the heart and soul of the Buddha's insight into the nature of suffering, it is also an opening to see that which doesn't change that which can be with change. The poet Robert Frost once famously said, in three words, I can sum up everything I've learned about life. It goes on. It goes on. Have you noticed? And this can be extraordinarily wrenching. We can have moments of feeling like, how did I find myself here? How did I get to be here? Or trying to grasp something. There, or we can experience ourselves as perpetually trying to grasp something, to make something stay. So the imitation is to see, to experience, that there is an awareness inside us, a presence that can be with change. Something very quick and very fine. Something that's not the same as the thinking mind. So I sent for those loyal people who opened my little dispatches, I sent a quote from Krishnamurti where he says that observation without evaluation is the highest form of intelligence. Now, at first glance, you might look at that and think that's the highest form of stupidity or the highest form of, of just blanking out, just gaping at things without thought, without judgment. Is that supposed to be the highest form? But that's looking at it with a mind. What we discover here and moments, just at moments when we sit, is that when we are in a state that's more collected. By collected, I mean something very direct. You can sense your body, you can be aware of your thoughts, even while you're listening to me before we practice, you can be aware of feeling. Sometimes when we're more collected, when we're closer together inside, sometimes we glimpse an awareness that sees, that's clear like water. It just sees and rather than another thought, it can begin with a thought. Don't let me confuse you. When we sit, we intend to be comfortable and make our backs straight and bring our attention to the present moment. This takes thought. But as we settle down at moments, there can be something very clear, like water, that just sees and it's a kind of ambient attention. It seems to come from the body, from presence. So there's something inside us. And the other day someone brought up, we can have these extremely painful collisions of selves that can appear. These, call them what you will, sub-personalities or or feelings. These extraordinarily uncomfortable moments where the teacher Gurdjieff called it the buffer between selves can come down so we can feel pleasure and pain or grief and joy and a great confusion of who am I? Who am I? And Or just a kind of generalized embarrassment or shame at the sense that I'm not whole or something. In that moment, we can touch a capacity to be present with, to see, to observe. And it can be very light, very fleeting. And it's not found by reaching up to the heavens, but by letting ourselves sink down into our experience to touch our vulnerability. How does this feel? To touch our sorrow or poignancy or shame. How does this actually feel? how just observing it without judging it as good or bad. When, when we do this, just for a moment, when we are willing to give ourselves to our experience, to observe without evaluating, we can sometimes also feel a release. I am not just these feelings, these events, this grasping, these stories. I am also something, I, how do I put it, quicker, finer, it's almost like water. I am also that Love says I'm everything. Wisdom says I'm nothing. Between the two, between these two, my life flows. It's great, Mari, she said. There's something in us that overflows the banks, the narrow banks of this trajectory, the story that we have been clinging to and editing. All these years, something in us knows we're more. So that even when we see, oh, I'm observing, I'm seeing all these kind of disparate parts. I'm a river, and I've had all these shady little ports of call and selves and lives. I see this, and I know, and I have tasted That there's something in me that sees, that's free, that's everywhere at once. And that my opening, my awakening is an opening outward. It's not this narrow ascent. Opening to be with
2: change. To go on. So
0: let's sit, let's sit together, take a comfortable seat, and I've said that lots of times, but let yourself know that you are welcome here, you're welcome to be here.
2: and let your eyes close.
0: If you're not comfortable with closed eyes, you can look down, gaze downward. But it's wonderful when you can let the eyes close.
2: And just
0: let yourself take in an impression of how it feels to be you today. And notice that there's an attention inside you that sees, senses
2: is aware.
0: And let everything happen to you. Everything. Thinking, sensing, picturing, every impulse that arises. And notice that you can come back to a sensation of sitting here in a body, breathing. Feet on the floor, hands
2: resting in your lap.
0: See that when you get taken by thinking that this is completely natural.
2: Just like weather.
0: And when you find yourself carried away, just gently come back again to the body, to the sensation of
2: being. Present. Noticing that there is a light of awareness inside you. An attention that sees with interest and without comment. Notice how it feels to rest in stillness.
0: In the stillness of an awareness that sees without striving. Just let everything happen to you, every feeling, sensation, thought,
2: knowing that no feeling is final. And that there's
0: nothing that can't Be seen by this awareness
2: that's like light, just seeing.
0: I notice that the only thing we need to do is come home, back to the body. Just sink into sensation
2: with a mind that's willing to let go. To let be.
0: And notice that there's a presence here. When we let ourselves be just coming back to sensation,
2: we find presence, awareness.
0: Notice you can come back any time, begin again,
2: and let everything be included.
0: Noticing that everything is welcome and acceptable in the light of presence. When you feel lost in thought and thinking, just come back to the body and the present moment.
2: Just sink into
0: sensation, softening to an awareness that sees without evaluation,
2: with acceptance, with kindness.
0: Notice the softening that appears when we let everything be acceptable. Nothing excluded, nothing
2: to be fixed. Or clung to. Just rest in presence.
0: And notice as you make this movement of return back to the present moment, back to the body. There is also a vibrancy here inside you and outside you. An aliveness
2: and a light. that we forget.
0: Noticing how it feels to be completely welcome here. Accepted, beloved, Thank you for your practice and thank you for being here and if you have an observation or a question about your practice, we'd love to hear from you and let's do keep it to this practice that we share here and you don't have to raise your hands and back please don't please just feel free to speak and being mindful of the others just share your experience of this practice
1: Tracy, I have a question. Okay. Um, how you use the word observation. Um, I'm very, you know, uh, people, people like me, we call it, you know, the, the what, and it's very plain and it's very much what we see very literally, but you don't mean it that way. Could you? Explain more what you mean by observation. Yeah,
0: yeah. And I I use that word because I sent around the quote by Christian Bertie who uses the word observation. But one way that I, and I, words are clumsy. One way that I like to think of it is what does it mean to attend? to pay attention. So, And you're right, observation can often be captive to thinking. But if you think about being in the forest by yourself, you're in an unknown forest, and maybe it's dark, and your whole body would be attending to what's that sound? What was that Russell? What is this scent? What do I feel? So it's rather than simply looking, it's, and I, I think if you think in French, like the word, it's different. Looking would suggest something that's outside of you. But to really attend includes your inner experience as well. And i don't know if i'm making sense but there's a state like when you're meditating or if you're alone in the forest or in a, a foreign country for the first time and walking down a street and you don't speak the language think about how it feels to be paying attention body heart and mind and not in the sense of of being frightened but and maybe that is present a little bit, but alert, and not just with the thoughts, not because it's a kind of attention that isn't just based on what is already known, awaiting to assign a meaning or a value that's already in the, the files of our mind. But a state of alertment, it, it might be useful to think of it as being in question. You're looking for something, and it's not something you know. Does that help? And you're not just looking outside, but also what's coming up, what's here.
1: Yeah, I guess I'm I'm just stuck on on the observation. Like I think looking is a sensation, so I don't. It doesn't have to be intellectual. So I'm getting hung up on the literalness of looking as a sensation, and that's not what you mean. You, you, you mean uh, because there are other senses, right? Um, create that experience you're talking about.
0: Yeah, in fact you don't have to be sighted to see and one of our friends here in fact isn't and it could be as you say a sensation but notice right now notice what's happening and this applies to all of us what this is such a juicy op- opportunity for you to see how the the mind tries to know and we do get hung up on words, all of us, and we can even get quite obsessed and, and narrow. And we just see this happening. And I'm not saying you're narrowing, or, but I think of myself when I can really obsess about something. But we're invited to see that process, too. Look at me thinking. Look at me being hung up about the word observation. And if I tell you, forget the word observation, now you can't forget the word observation. And that this whole mechanism is what we're being invited to see. And see that at the same time, you're opening to examine this. It's not apart from practice, but to say to yourself, oh, this is so interesting. Look at the thinking mind spinning out or trying to know. That movement of inviting, of allowing that to be your practice, also invites that another kind of attention perhaps. Something is noting that this is going on. Our practice always, as maddening as it's going to sound if I repeat this, is to see. And by seeing our friend who comes here who can't see, it doesn't mean literally looking with our eyes, but opening to allow something to appear. Does, it,
1: does
0: that help? Yeah, 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 yeah. You're doing this practice right. If it drives you crazy at a certain point, or you think that teacher's always saying the same thing, or it doesn't make sense. All of these things are actually incredibly lively and good signs. It's It's like something is coming up. Stuff is coming up in you, and you're seeing it. And that little whisper of a haunted feeling like I just know there's more than the way I'm thinking right now. That scent, it's almost like a scent is what we come here to find in ourselves.
2: Um,
3: hi, Tracy. It's Susan. Hi, um, hi Susan. Hi. Um so um, this meditation was really, really something because um, the, <laughs> the puppy was completely active and completely noisy and completely um, excited, apparently, about being able to make the sound of the squeaker on the toy. And I was, and I was, so I was just watching it all. And I had the sense that, um, you know, you're not getting up and doing something about it. It's, it's like you're just sitting here and kind of laughing, but also being just aware of how I spent many, many, many years having to get up and change it, change it, change it, change it according to my, you know, willfulness about changing it. And it was so interesting to watch. I mean, I went through all these sensations of um, irritability and impatience and, and then just really getting a kick out of it and, and just relaxing and then saying, it's all present. It's all welcome. You're not trying to achieve anything. It was the, clearly the, one of the most distracted meditations that I've had, but I didn't have to do anything about it. That was, that was the big change.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's beautiful, that's beautiful. And it, it's, it's huge in it, a, you know, it might just seem like, oh, well, this happened. But it's the beginning of really experiencing that, that quote from Hermann Hesse, being the whole river, instead of like, oh, I'm in my peaceful place. And I'm beautifully concentrated, and stillness has descended. And, oh, but over there, there's that shady little port of whether it's a poppy or some old grievance. And I'm, I'm, pirates have taken over the ship, and I'm here again. Instead of that, it's the whole, we just let the whole thing be there. And we're not looking to change or to pin down, but to just be with. Yeah. And this practice, this letting go that is spoken of, is very close to that feeling of giving up. Giving up. And somebody told me they like this phrase I used the other day from, you know, we talk about our sleepless nights. We have the three AM club and somebody proposed to me that we should call it the night club. It would sound much sexier and more like the limelight. But at any rate, that moment when there this sweet fatigue appears. You know, and you can feel yourself transitioning from thinking, 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 into the body and into rest. That state of seemingly giving up or that sweet fatigue is an opening to this broader attention that we seek. And we spent years, decades, thinking it's up, 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 like we're climbing a a ladder and leaving this mouse behind, this muck and confusion, and then slowly discover, just at a moment, like when your puppy is discovered, this squeak, that you
2: can just be with it. Beautiful. He finally
0: crashed. Oh, beautiful. (laughs) Yeah, that moment again. Let it go. Remember, samadhi, the word for concentration in this tradition, is that state of coming home, coming back to the body, that collectedness that can appear. It's not a rigid kind of concentration, but letting ourselves settle down, settle down.
2: Let go, let the seeing appear, awareness, however you perceive awareness.
0: think of it, it might sound like something gentle and slow, and indeed it is, but this awareness. I once um, had this teacher, and I knew a Tai Chi master, Sodhan, who also met her, and said, oh, she's like... White water, like when you're um, rafting, there's white water. And in the center of the rapids, it's very clear. It looks very, very slow. It looks still. In fact, not slow, completely unmoving. Like glass. But it's fast. It's the fastest, quickest. Like if you put, he said, Sadhan, if you put your boat in there... It takes off. That this stillness is actually something very sensitive and very quick and very fine.
2: And it's not something we have to do or it's waiting for us. Hi, Tracy. Hi,
3: everybody. Um, I had a a moment in the meditation that I thought was uh, good because I went from um, my story, which was, oh, I have such a difficult time with transitions, and I had a hard day, To I'm transitioning, and it felt um, much more grounded and less like I was just being thrown around by the tides so anyway uh that was helpful thank you yeah
0: well thank you thank you for sharing that because i think there's so many of us including myself who can really relate and it's a reminder and such an important one that this is a practice about shifting what we identify with. And we always, we're wired and intricately conditioned to identify with the stories we tell ourselves about who we are. How oh, I have such a hard time with transitions or... Diff, um, Feelings come up, and then we tell that story about why that's happening, or what they mean, or what's good or bad, and this is just the way we are, and here comes this invitation, this practice that begins to show us that we're also something else, we're also an awareness that sees And it turns out that this awareness is a refuge. And that in the midst of things that change, there's something about it that can
2: be with this change.
0: And not in like a cold way, but in a way that, that is accompanying, that is not separate from compassion. As we dare to let ourselves open a little bit, like here we are on a dark and stormy night, and we're alone alone. We're apart from one another, we, we don't, we're not able to be together, and yet, and yet. Notice that there's something in you, there's a presence that you've touched, call it what you own, awareness, a, a seeing, a sensing. There's something apart from your story that we share and that just touching that for a moment i can see that my pain or my difficulty transitioning or my loneliness is also something shared and something there's a lightning that comes. We, I love this word, enlightenment, because it doesn't just mean light, but also lightning. Lightning. The burden of being ourselves. Suffusing it with something else, but it's not something that's not ours. That There's this ancient Indian story about a mosque deer that all his life he smelled something wonderful and he set out in pursuit of it. This wonderful scent. I must know its source. I must connect with it. Gallops around. The whole world has all these ordeals and adventures. Finally, at the end of his life, it pierces himself somehow with his own antler and out comes that musk. All that time, that scent
2: was in him, in us.
0: That, that transition or no transition, peaceful times, difficult times, turmoil, no matter what is going on, there's also something else here in us.
2: That past that can hold us and be with us with compassion and love. We're pretty amazing. Extraordinary.
0: So, why don't we sit for two minutes and we can say Meta And just let yourself close your eyes again and come to sensation. Without striving or trying to do it, just let yourself be still. And just let yourself bask in the light of this practice you've just done
2: and let it shine. Let it shine out of you. You don't have to push, just let it glow.
0: And notice how it feels to just offer yourself the wishes. May I be safe and protected from inner and outer harm and danger.
2: May I be well in
0: body and mind. May I be at ease in my life, no matter what's going on, knowing that I'm accompanied
2: by awareness, by presence. May I be free, free from suffering, confusion, delusion, pain. And we let our hearts open
0: and share these wishes with each other and out and out to all beings everywhere without exception, including the earth
2: yourself
0: may all beings everywhere be safe from harm and danger inside and outside may all beings everywhere be as well as they can be may all beings everywhere including myself know that there that we're
2: beloved and welcome
0: and really really amazing and may all beings everywhere without exception be free in every way. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you for your practice. Thank you for showing up and being part of this sangha. Thank you for, hi Rosalie. Thank you for your donations. It's good to see you. I'm glad you're here. And take very, very good care of yourselves. And I look forward to seeing you next time.